Hey everybody, my name is Z. This is Mr. Z Loves Coffee, the podcast. Today's coffee of choice comes from Atlas Coffee Club. This month, they come from Mexico, the Monte Alaban. Little note on this, the coffee has a hint of hazelnut, milk chocolate, and some citrus. It is a medium roast little history of Mexico's coffee. So Mexico gained its independence from Spain in 1821. I, it seems like Spain has been trying to conquer the world back in the early times. So with that 1821 independence of from Spain ushered in a period of coffee plantation thanks to the European landowners. But that ended in the Mexican Revolution of 1910 when some small coffee farmers decided to grow coffee on their own property, on their own lands. And, well, it's what it is. That's when we get our coffee from, for this month, from Atlas Coffee Club. So greetings everyone, welcome to another episode, this is episode 2, the 27th of August 2020, little background music comes from the YouTube audio library, I like soothing music like this, especially with drinking some coffee. Mm-mm-mm, that coffee was good. Can't wait till next month. Trying to figure out what it is. It's kind of a surprise. So you could get yours at Atlas Coffee Club. You could even get a good discount on your first purchase. This is not a sponsored by that coffee club. I just happen to be a member. And I highly support it. If they do wish to sponsor me, I would not turn them down. I would welcome it. So part two of this is, oh man, was going to be about how coffee came to be. So part one, I was talking about how Ethiopia is the birthplace of coffee. And now we get to part two, which I might actually just take a side note and ask you, what type of coffee do you prefer? And there are men many many types of coffee out there whether they're hot ice uh, espresso macchiato mocha uh, stuff like that honestly I prefer mine Irish with some whiskey no I'm joking I prefer mine black and sometimes uh, I would go with a a red eye. 
A red eye is some coffee with espresso. When I lived in Hawaii, I used to make that all the time. Get some Kona coffee. You got to be the 100% brand, local brand, to support my local, um, the local businesses out there. And I did live on the Big Island, so we used to get Kona coffee all the time. I also had an espresso maker and an auto, uh, yeah, auto drip maker. And I would combine the two to make a red eye. So when I test coffee for reviews, I use a French press if I have one available. But right now I do not have one available for some odd reason. I just can't find it. So I just do a pour over. And I do like mine black just to actually taste what it's like, what the flavor of coffee that particular bean is. And like I said, the the Mexican coffee from Atlas Coffee Club did have a hint of chocolate and you could taste some citrus in it. Uh, as for hazelnut, I really can't taste nuts. Not, oh, well, that's not a... Uh, yeah. Uh, so there's also from black coffee, you could also go to what they call flat white, which is an espresso with steamed milk. Uh, steamed milk froth, I guess. So I would like to actually try a red eye using this prefer or this type of coffee because uh, I just need to get an espresso maker, which I do not have one, but I will get one someday. I was actually looking at some, uh, what the Amazon basic and it had some awful reviews, terrible reviews, uh, almost like one-star reviews. So I decided not to get that particular one. So I'm still in the, I'm still going to shop around. Hopefully I could get one for my next review. Uh, that'll probably be next month because this is my first bag of coffee from Atlas. So we'll see what next month brings. So how is everybody doing today? It is a nice day outside. Uh, like I said, I was going into the history. So I am going to reformat this particular podcast. So it's going to be some the, my intro with some music, some background music, and I'll throw in some coffee tech out there and some history as well as some tasting and my preferred method of uh, brewing that particular coffee that I'm tasting at the time. And then we'll go on to whatever, if there's any viewer comments or, or listener comments. This, isn't a, this is a podcast, I forgot. This is a podcast and not what I normally do is uh, YouTube videos, but I've actually put that on hold until uh, later on in 
uh, the year because there's just way too much going on out there. I also have the 10 minute podcast, so I do that on Wednesdays and Thursdays. I just stick with Mr. Z's coffee. So let's talk about some old coffee shops. The thing about old coffee shops is they stick with the old method of brewing, roasting and brewing the coffee, regardless of what where they get their beans. They just stick with the old traditions. They got the, from what I read, Kivana, yeah, Kivana Hana, or Kivana Han is the oldest coffee shop in the world. You've also got Cafe La Procope or whatever. It's in Paris. Uh, they say it's the oldest operating coffee or operating cafe. See, the different, I don't know what the difference is between a cafe and a coffee shop. Actually, let me look that up right now. So, what is the difference? And a coffee shop. All right. In simple terms, the line between cafe and coffee shop is actually coffee itself. Now, all right. So, Kivana Han was or is the oldest coffee shop. And the other, the latter one, is a cafe. Okay. That makes sense now. So, a lot of, I mean, so coffee hasn't hit the U.S. until the 1800s. Yeah, one day I will uh, try to visit some of the local coffee shops out here in Portland. Um, reason why I don't is because of the nasty COVID uh, crap that's been going on, hitting the entire world. So the first wave of coffee began in San Francisco in 1850, according to... Um, a website that I'm reading. Why San Francisco and not New York? I just don't understand. Oh, okay. So, according to the same um, information, the first uh, coffee house in the U.S. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, in the U.S. That still doesn't make sense. 1927. But the first wave began in 1850. And then steam coffee and spice mills, which by 1872 would become a Folgers coffee. Best part of waking up. Well, yeah, Folgers is better than as um 
the mainstream coffee brand, a store-bought brand, rather than Maxwell House, Uban, and um, uh, the whatever brick-and-mortar store brand coffee that they have. If it's like Winco, then Winco Coffee. Ugh, yuck. That is, that is one of the worst coffees I've ever, ever tasted. So what is the worst coffee you ever tasted? Uh, like my, like I said, mine is the local Winco brand, brand of coffee. The brick and mortar store coffee isn't my favorite. But Folgers is probably my eh, go-to mainstream coffee. I used to try that uh, national brand coffee. Uh, you know, they've got their storefronts everywhere, like uh, every other block, it seems like, and including Safeways and all the malls have them. Oh, yeah, we are talking about the little girl mermaid Starbucks. I used to go there all the time. In fact, I've got lots and lots of gift cards that I just refuse to use, so I give it away to friends and family i just uh, it's i do like going in there uh, just just for the smell of it but they're overpriced coffee it's watered down it just doesn't taste right in my opinion it just doesn't taste right uh, i would prefer going to like seattle's best or something like that or like I said, I when the time comes, I will go and visit some of these local roasters here in Portland and support them. That is one of my plans. I try their uh, premium blend or premium roast or whatever the uh, Brewmaster, Roastmaster, Brewmaster. That's, I think that's beer. I'll try that too. A beer coffee. Anyways, so yeah, I will try the local establishments out here. And I will try whatever they recommend as their best premium roast. Until then, it is going to be whatever I could get my hands on online, preferably at a local or at a discount so I could review it. Or just say if somebody wants to, or whatever company wants to sponsor me, and I will go ahead and review that. And I don't do biased reviews. Or am I biased? No, I'm not. Unbiased reviews. It's all about the taste, aroma of the coffee. So like I said, this uh, particular coffee from Mexico, 
is a medium roast, which is fine by me. It tastes great. I am not complaining about it. In fact, it's one, I think it's the second, uh, I think my first ever review of a coffee uh, company was Death Wish Coffee. They, they claim that they have the highest content of caffeine per serving. But, you know, I am so... Well, I think my bloodstream is caffeine because I drank a pot of coffee and of Death Wish Coffee and within an hour I just went went and took a nap. I don't know how I, I mean the taste is great. It has a earthy aroma, earthy taste. Uh it's dark, so it's it's a bold flavor. I I did like that. But I, like I said, I think my body is uh, caffeine, so it really didn't affect me much. So, with that said, like I said, and I mentioned this in the earlier portion of the podcast, I am restructuring this format just a little bit. Uh, This episode is just to let you know what to expect for the next episode of the podcast. Little, I, like I said, I just, I just have to sit down and drink some more coffee and tell you what I think of it. So you don't make a mistake like I did with some store-bought coffee. Some of the nasty store-bought coffee. You know, there's a company out there, out here at least. I don't know if it's a nationwide. Pete's Coffee. That's P-E-E-T Coffee. I mean, I want to say that's a local-ish brand, but I saw. I keep seeing them in the store. And see, I don't have one of those little. Uh, Cup brewing, um, what's a K cup? I guess they're called. I don't have one of those. I, in fact, I think they are a complete waste. I mean, they're good for one cup, but serious, you're just gonna throw that, you're gonna, you make more waste after you're done by throwing that little piece of plastic into the landfill. Uh, I think that's just a complete waste. So I, I, that's why I don't have one. But like I said, my goal for the, these reviews is French press, auto drip, and or an espresso machine. Because most likely you'll have... If you're a coffee drinker, you will just have a auto drip machine. And that's what you are basing your taste and smell 
off of is an auto drip machine. So I will go more into details or more into brewing using a auto drip machine. What type of grounds to use for full rich flavor. Also, if you're an experimenter like me, using the same method on French press and espresso machines or even pour overs, we will get into stuff like that later on in the in the well in the future of these podcasts and i will also bring in some guests to talk about their experiences with drinking premium coffee and the difference between regular store-bought coffee uh signature coffee and premium coffee and also the top of the line is the reserve coffee because Believe it or not, even though I don't like Starbucks, Starbucks does have a reserve coffee um, brand. And from what I heard and smelled, it's just unreal. Especially their whiskey or bourbon barrel brew coffee. Yeah. Got to do more research on that, but one of my uh, co-workers did bring in a bag of that stuff, and he refused to let me smell it, but when he was brewing it, it was, my, it made my mouth water. And I will get my hands on it when I go to Seattle someday after all this COVID crap ends. In the meantime, please enjoy this music brought to you by the YouTube library. This is Nobi Zodiac Structures.
So thanks for listening to this podcast. I will end it here at the 20-ish minute mark, 25-ish, something like that. Till then, take care, roast safe, brew that cup of coffee to your liking, and enjoy the aroma of our beloved coffee. Till next week, take care, guys.